Good morning, good afternoon, hello, whenever you are listening to this, welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. I hope everyone, as always, is blooming grand. I'm recording this on the Tuesday after the Monday, which was the first bank holiday of this month. This month is just crazy, isn't it? Like, so many bank holidays. Now, I can't keep up. (laughs) And for me, I think I just don't really, I I can't keep up because I don't really do anything on bank holidays like for me bank holiday monday is just another monday it's just another day same routine you know it's check-ins it's client programs it's catching up with other clients consultation calls it's just it's just another day but i know for a lot of people and the clients i was speaking to the bank holiday weekends and bank holiday mondays and they tend to be a lot more social there's a lot more going on so i know places tend to hold events there's been quite a lot of not at festivals, well, festivals and carnivals. And um, I know like, you know, clubs and things have like, you know, extended weekends and things and people tend to go meet family and stay for longer weekends. And it is quite social. Now, when you are in a, a fitness journey and specifically more so a fat loss, it can be quite, you know, overwhelming when you have 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 this routine disruption, especially when there's three in a month. So we obviously had last week, we've got the one this weekend for the King, and then there's one right at the end of May as well. So what I basically want to do in this podcast, for anyone who maybe is a little bit anxious or apprehensive or really wants to just have the best of both worlds in that you want to enjoy your bank holiday, you want to be able to go and do the things you want to do, celebrate the things and do all the things that you've got planned, but also still see weight loss or still stay somewhat on track. And I'm going to basically share the ways that you can do that and the mentalities, mindsets and behaviors and actions that you want to implement in order to, to see that through. So. Shall we dive in? Let's do it. So the first thing that I'm going to say for anyone with these bank holiday weekends, anyone and everyone, regardless to what your goal is, whether it's fat loss, maintenance, muscle building, I don't care what it is, is plan. Plan ahead. Because there's going to be changes and disruptions. So not only maybe are your weekends where you would have normally gone to the gym, are you going to have family over or are you going to have somewhere to be? your gym might shut early or your gym hours might change. So for some of you, that might be problematic. You know, if your gym normally closes at, I don't know, let's say 10 on a Monday and you like to go to the gym like late and it's going to close at six because it's bank holiday Monday. Well, you just need to prepare for that and think, well, when else can I do my gym session? If you have got family coming over when you would normally be at the gym, think, well, could, am I going to have to go to the gym earlier? It's a lot of planning ahead which is going to be your biggest, biggest friend when it comes to bank holidays, because there are going to be changes, there are going to be disruptions. And if you just leave things to chance and opportunity, or just wait until you realize disruptions happened, that's when things slip. And I'm not here to tell you, and I'm not going to tell you that if you miss a gym session over a bank holiday, that you're going to lose your gains, you're going to gain fat, that you've ruined your plan, you haven't at all. But what it can do for a lot of people, and this is why I'm really big on telling my clients to plan ahead and seeing if we can work around it, is the mentality that comes with missing a gym session or the self-belief that you have ruined things a little bit, and which can can sometimes lead to that, well, screw it, I've ruined it, what's the point? Mentality, that routine disruption, that pattern interrupt, which leads to effort mode. And it happens quite a lot. It's a very common thing that I see with the ladies I work with, the people I speak to, is that when one domino basically gets taken out of the, the domino effect, this, this habit, this routine, everything then around it just falls apart. It's why people tend to struggle more on weekends. And I was literally having this conversation last night with a lady on a consultation call. The reason people most the reason most people do well Monday to Friday is because Monday to Friday is very like routine and rhythm for most people. It's like get up, brush your teeth, 
go downstairs, put the kettle on, pack your lunch for the day, have your breakfast, get in the car, go to work, work, come home, go to the gym. You know, it's very systemized. It's very routine. And for most people that goes on a weekend because you kind of want it to, you know, it's like I have plans. I can get up at a different time. I can go do things at a different time. There's no set structure and routine. And then that lack of structure and routine then has a crossover effect into nutrition. It has a crossover effect into going out and keeping active and going to the gym and all those sorts of things, which is why then people will struggle on a weekend because they don't have that structure there. And it's the same with looking at things like bank holidays or anything where there is a routine disruption. So trying to disrupt your routine as least possible to not allow that domino effect to happen is one of the most important things you can do. And the planning ahead is also really pivotal from a nutritional perspective as well, because there are going to be some of you listening to this as well who are on diets, whether that is just a general lifestyle diet, whether that is I've got some girls on photo shoot prep, shout out girls. I'm sure a couple of you will be listening to this. So big shout out to you guys. Love you. I've got girls who are going on holiday preps, weddings. There's there's so much going on, especially as we go into the summer months, people have things they want to be looking and feeling their best self for. So you don't want to let three weekends, which one day off plan is not going to ruin anything. But if you take the three bank holiday weekends and have every single one of those and say you did every single day out of your deficit that's nine days in the month you know that's my math is not great but it's it's a decent percentage you know it's over a week you've then spent potentially at maintenance or a surplus which is gonna have a disruption and a flow it's over a quarter of the month so when you look at it like that you want to be mindful, you want to be planning ahead, and you want to be thinking, how can I account for things as best as possible? And the best way to do that is to plan ahead. And I probably should have recorded this podcast maybe like a week or so ago, I do apologize, but we can use it to plan ahead for the next two bank holidays. So looking at the events that you've got over your bank holiday, is there anything specifically that you want to enjoy? Do you have one event in isolation that you just want to enjoy? Let's say you've got a, a day out with your family and you're going to like a carnival thing and there's gonna be like food stalls and it's gonna be really hard to track. And you're just like, I just wanna be present with my family that day. I just wanna enjoy myself. Pick that one day and t- tell yourself, I'm going to just enjoy myself on this day and just be present. But every other day, I'm gonna plan an account for because you can plan an account for pretty much everything. And I'm gonna give you some strategies on how to do that in a second. It's just having that mental fortitude to tell yourself that I'm going to do it. And it's not about being restrictive because when you tell yourself, oh, I've got to stay on track, I've got to stay on plan, it becomes very negative. No one wants to do that. It's like having a gun to your head. But you telling yourself that I'm doing this, I'm making this choice because I want to have the best of both worlds. I'm choosing to align my actions and behaviors with the goals at hand. I'm choosing to prioritize both my social life and my self-confidence, my health, my fat loss, whatever it is. You having the power of choice will make it so much more of an empowering experience rather than you telling yourself you can't or I shouldn't or or anything like that. But everything else, plan ahead for. So if you've got drinks out, thinking, right, I'm going out for drinks with the girls on this day. I know that I can pick this drink. I know roughly we're going to have about this many. So therefore, I need to roughly account for this. I know I'm going out for this meal so I can look at the menu and plan those calories in ahead. I know that my family are coming over and we're going to have like a buffet, uh, like lunchy thing. So there's no point in me having like a huge ass breakfast because I'll just have something small and then um, account for some calories for that. So it's just always, always, always planning ahead. So step one, pick an event. If there is an event that you do want to just fully enjoy and make that one event rather than the next six days that are included in the bank holiday. 
and then how to account for the others. So with the clients that we work with, whenever there is a social event, there you go, Lucy slip up of the week. Yeah. Whenever there's a social event or occasion, we ask about it in check-ins and we always say to our client, how do you want to account for it? How do you want to approach this? Do you just want to fully enjoy it and accept that this week there is going to be maintenance or potentially a small surplus? But that's cool because in this instance, this event is your priority and that's absolutely sound. We can still focus on steps. We can still focus on training. We can still focus on all the other things. And we still maybe even be in a deficit, but it's just that acceptance that it may be a slower week and that's cool. We then go for loosely accounted for and I'll talk through that strategy and then we go for fully accounted for. And I'll start with that strategy because that's the easiest one. Now, a fully accounted social occasion is where everything is literally tracked the same that it would be at home. So I don't expect people to be going to the restaurants, by the way, with their weighing scales and Tupperware and like counting how many chips they've had and making sure it's bang on. No. But do they have the calories on the menu? Yes. Okay, cool. Just pre-track that in. Can you pre-track in the drinks you're going to have or like track as you go? Could you roughly um, guesstimate? So say you've gone to an independent place, like an independent Italian. Could you base the pizza that you have off like a chain restaurant and account for it that way? That way, every single calorie is accounted for as best as you possibly can, the same way that you would track at home or on the go um, on a normal day-to-day basis. This method is going to be the most accurate one. And this is the one that if you want to 100% stay in your deficit, like 100%, like you just, I've got tunnel vision. I don't want anything to get in the way. This is the method you want to use. Now, I appreciate that some some scenarios are going to be a lot easier for this than others. So if you've got meals out, this is a very easy um, and tangible scenario to do because most places have calories available. Or like I've said, you can find a like-for-like option. And what we do with our clients is if they struggle to to find like-for-like options is we'll basically tell them, we'll go, right, this is what you're having. I want you to save this many calories and you're absolutely sound. So we take the thinking out. And it's the same with like takeouts as well. Um, If you're getting a takeaway, if you're going to go get lunch out, anything like that, we can follow that scenario as well of either they can track it in based off the menu, what's available, or we'll figure it out for them and take the thinking out of it for them as well. Loosely accounted for is probably one that most people would benefit from and is better for things like days out or trips where you don't really know what you're going to have or you don't really know where you're going or it's something where it's a bit awkward to actually like track things in. So like the example I gave earlier of the family buffet, that's a really awkward one to track because you do not want to be sat there at your family buffet like picking things up and then tracking it in and pick it. It's just nice, just not going to happen. So what I would say in this instance to my clients is, right, cool. So buffets, you know, what kind of things you tend to like? Oh, I quite like the sausage rolls and the crisps and like a couple of biscuits. Okay, cool. So if we could have one plate of that and always, 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 guys, whenever you go to some sort of family buffet um, or a buffet out, if you are looking for weight loss, the one plate rule is like the best, the best rule that you can stick to because just mentally telling yourself that you're going to have that one plate allows you to stay so much more on a deficit anyway because usually when we go into buffets we go with that mentality of it's all you can eat and you will go back multiple times it's just happened even though you don't need to and if you were just having a normal meal out you wouldn't order two three mains would you so it's just because we can and then i'll say right okay so roughly let's allocate just using a theoretical example here 700 calories for that so just take 700 calories off your daily calorie total for normal and then just track the rest of the day around it and you'll be sound brilliant Okay, you're going out for drinks with the girls. What do you tend to drink? Okay, I tend to drink G&T. Awesome, really low calorie drink. 
roughly, being honest with yourself, how many do you drink? Five or six. Okay, cool. So let's go with the upper threshold. Let's say you're drinking six. Let's bank 300 to 400 calories roughly and then tracking the rest of the day around it. So it's just having that mental sort of, it's almost like budgeting, thinking how much roughly are you going to spend with your calories and just saving that amount. One thing that you can do with this as well is calorie banking. I'm not the biggest fan of using this all the time because I think it does just perpetuate into that sort of not binge restrict, but like overeat to then restrict cycle. But doing it on occasion, like if you have got certain occasions where you know maybe the food is going to be higher in calories and you have got calories to play with as well, it's not a bad tool to use. So the idea of this is that let's say your calories were 1600 because you're in a deficit and you've got a really big thing on the weekend, like there's loads of food involved and you want to account for it as best as you possibly can. You don't just want to go for a free for all, but you do understand that it's going to be challenging to hit that with 1600. So what you could do is drop your calories to 1500 for the rest of the week. That then frees up an extra 600. So you're actually having over 2000 calories then budgeted for that event. And then it's accounted for into the week so much more because you've created that room. Yes, that day you'll be technically be in a surplus, but over the course of the week, looking at your average, you would still be in a deficit. So those are the actual practical strategies. Now, moving more into the mentality strategies, because it's the mentality that leads to the action. It's the mentality that leads to the result rather than just purely the action. You know, anyone can say they're going to do X or Y, but it's the mentality, the mindset, which actually allows that to happen. I think the biggest one to take away from this podcast is I am huge on freedom and flexibility and not making fitness take over your life because it's not our life. We all have other things going on in our lives. We have family, we have friends, we have celebrations, we have so much more to us. So this should be adding value rather than taking away from things. However, when we have multiple occasions in a row, There just has to be that mental consideration of you can't just uh, do what you want for all of them if you want to see the result. I wish we could, but if we could, we'd all just be looking banging shit hot all the time and living our best lives, right? So like I mentioned, if you just have a free-for-all and don't account for things every single day of this bank holiday, that's over a quarter of your month you'll spend at maintenance or a surplus. And that is going to have a knock-on effect on your results. And I say that because I care. I say that because I want people to get results. I want the best for everyone. I want people to have the best of both worlds. However, in scenarios like this, if you do want to see results this month because summer's on its way and you do want to bring your absolute A game for whether it is the photo shoot, just you going on holiday or you just want to feel freaking good for those hot summer months, you need to account for things. And it's the mentality and the mindset of that that will allow that to happen. So Like I mentioned earlier, number one is not seeing it as a restriction, not seeing it as a rule that you're imposing on yourself, but seeing it as a choice. You have made that choice. And why? Because you want to be the best version of yourself. You want to prioritize your health. You understand and realize that I can still have a freaking epic day out, trip out and not have to eat everything. I understand that my results matter to me and I'm making that as a priority as much as I am making the social a priority. And This is where as well the planning and preparation mentality side of things comes in because if you are knowing what the plan is, you can go into that event with confidence because if you can go into, let's say you're going for a meal out and you know what you're going to have or roughly you had a pre-look at the menu and you know what fits into your calories, you can go to that meal out with absolute confidence and clarity that you can stay in your deficit and you can go and freaking enjoy it because you know that you are there to be present with your mates or your family and enjoy the food and you still stick into your goals. Whereas if you don't do that, you'll then start to feel senses of anxiety and stress and panic or worry, or 
you just won't. You'll say, fuck it, whatever, I'll have whatever. And then you'll have the negative emotion afterwards. And that's when you do make poor choices. That's when you then do feel like shit. That's when this domino effect kicks in, like I told you about at the start of the podcast, because you already feel like you've ruined things. So creating that sense of confidence and clarity by pre-planning ahead is, again, one of the best things that you can do. So the best way that you can navigate the bank holidays from a mentality perspective is the pre-planning because it creates confidence. It's the power of choice and knowing that you're doing this for a reason, you're the one making the choice and that it's all for a positive reason rather than a negative. And ultimately as well, without getting cheesy, but it's got to be brought in, is always keeping that why at the forefront of your mind and thinking long-term rather than short. So I mentioned this, I think in my last episode that I like my clients to focus on the day-to-day. So rather than getting caught up on how far away I'm from the end result, showing up and ticking the boxes every single day and putting the most energy and effort into the day-to-day processes. But sometimes it's actually good to think about the end goal because when we are in events like a social occasion where it's just where you're at at the moment, it's very easy to just think, well, I'm going to do what I want to do right at this moment and not kind of think of the long-term consequences of that that action you know it's sometimes very powerful to think about the long-term bigger picture and the end goal because everything that we do today is going to have an impact on our future whether that's the future of tomorrow whether that's the future of next week or whether that's the future of 10 years down the line they everything we do has an impact so if your future that you're working towards is that summer goal what you do today is going to be very very impactful because that's quite an immediate future like that we're looking for if you are wanting to protect your health for the long term, having you know a few overindulgent days is not going to lead you to have a heart attack. You know, in the future, that's not the case. But thinking about the future goals, the future where you want to be, knowing that everything that you do today has that impact, and kind of almost bringing that goal and that what it is you want to do to the forefront of your mind. Because if we forget that and negate that and just purely live in the present, you will just make actions based off exactly what you want to do right now, which is, well, I want to have that cocktail. I want to have that pudding. I want to have this. I want to do that. And then you'll have the repercussions after. And then that's when it becomes very, very negative. That's when you then have to pull back. That's when you then feel rubbish. That's when you might then even give up on your diet. And for what, a few days, it's just not worth it in the grand scheme. So I hope this has been a bit of a helpful one for you guys. I hope this has been insightful. I hope this has given you some clarity and direction for the bank holiday. So how you can navigate them and how you can have an awesome bank holiday weekend. I don't care what you're doing. Just hope you have an awesome one. I mean, if you're like me, it's not going to change a thing. If you're still working warriors, love you guys. But this has obviously potentially been insightful for future events that you've got in the future as well, because summer's on the horizon too. summer season, you know, holidays and festivals and trips out. And this mentality and this approach can be carried forward into that as well. If it has been helpful, as always, just shoot us a message on Instagram. I'd always love to hear that you've listened to the podcast and that you found them helpful. You know, share this with a friend who you think might benefit from this over the bank holidays. If you've got any friends who are flapping about panicking over the bank holiday and weight loss. And as always, if there's anything you guys want to hear specifically, guests, topics, please let me know so I can record that for you and ensure that I bring you the content that you want to listen to. But over than that, over than that, I don't even know what I mean. I think I was going to say other than that and over and out at the same time. But we'll... every single podcast loose, every single podcast. It's a good job, people love you, isn't it? Good job. Other than that, have yourself a wonderful bank holiday weekend, everyone. If you are listening to this in the media, if you listen to this like a few months down the line, this is probably the most pointless podcast you've ever listened to, but we move. And I'll catch you on next week's episode. <laughs>